0: From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Cassie Jackson. Welcome to The Weekly. And this podcast will fill you in on current news and give you a behind-the-scenes look at how The Daily reported on a recent revelation from University President Morton Shapiro. Here's what you need to know this week. Take Back the Night held events on campus last week. The movement denounces sexual violence and provides support for survivors. Last Thursday's Take Back the Night march started at The Rock and continued down Sheridan Road. Activists held up posters condemning rape culture. The university will implement a new review process for the deans of schools. In an email sent to the Northwestern community, Provost Jonathan Holloway explained that the university is planning to review each dean's qualifications on the fourth year of their five-year terms. Holloway said this new process is meant to assure the strategies and initiatives of each school are well aligned with the university as a whole. Adrian Randolph, the dean of the Weinberg College of Arts and Sciences, will be the first dean to go through this process. The Simpson Query Biomedical Research Center is set to open in June at the Feinberg School of Medicine Chicago campus. The center took 7 years of planning, 4 years of construction costing $455 million, and a planned investment of $1 billion. The center is expected to create 2,000 jobs and generate $1.5 billion in federal funding. Shapiro hopes the center will cement Northwestern's legacy as a strong research institution. This new pressure on the Office for Sponsored Research, however, has caused a backlog in the processing of grant applications. This backlog may inhibit the research community from contributing to Northwestern's grand enterprise. And in City News, Evanston Township High School ranked 27th in Illinois and 526th nationally in the 2019 U.S. News ranking of the best high schools in America. 21% of students exceeded expectations in math proficiency and 31% exceeded expectations in reading proficiency, according to U.S. News. 56% of the students are minorities and 40% are economically disadvantaged. More than 3,000 students were enrolled in ETHS when this data was collected by U.S. News. The organization Housing Opportunities for Women celebrated their first affordable housing development in the city with their event Welcome Home to Evanston on April 27th. The new development would be located at the corner of Pittner Avenue and Dempster Street. Mayor Steve Haggerty attended the event and emphasized the city's focus on affordable housing initiatives. Now here's a story The Daily has been following especially closely. Last week, The Daily released a report detailing Shapiro's involvement in NU's admissions process. In the article, it was revealed that Shapiro personally reads around 550 applications from legacy students, donor students, and families with personal connections to him. It was also learned Shapiro hosts one-on-one interviews with a select number of applicants, both uncommon practices for university presidents. To get a deeper look at the article, I sat down with the two people behind it. Can you guys introduce yourselves?
1: I'm Alan Perez, I'm the editor-in-chief.
0: And
2: I'm Gabby Bierenbaum, I'm the campus editor. So essentially, every quarter, we, some members of the edit board, meet with President Shapiro to talk about anything that's on our minds, and so we got onto the topic of um, college admissions with him, mostly from the angle of the college admissions scandal, but it ended up, we talked about his own uh, involvement in the admissions process at Northwestern.
1: So we actually tried to get an interview with the dean of of admissions, um, and then he declined an interview, so we came in with a list of questions, hoping that President Shapiro would give us give us some stuff about how the admissions process at Northwestern works because they're usually very quiet about it as as is um, as our other schools um quiet about how their admissions processes work and I think the question that um, that I asked was what what protections Northwestern has to um, protect against the vulnerabilities that were exposed from the college admission scandal. And then that's when he gave us that answer.
2: It's also interesting because a lot of people have asked me about the article. I've asked, how did you get that information? How did you find that out? But he was really forthcoming and he just kind of said it. Yeah.
0: And were you guys surprised by that?
1: Well, it took me a little bit to, like, actually realize that, oh, wait, he's telling us that he personally reads and makes this the decisions of applications
2: yeah ellen just kept asking follow-ups and i think it also took me a minute to realize like the gravity of what he was saying but then i think i was just trying to not like betray my surprise to make it seem like this was something that was definitely going to be in the story or things like that and then after the interview we sort of debriefed and we were like all right that's the story
0: <laughs> i guess i'm like interested to know You guys said that the interview itself wasn't that, like, challenging to get Shapiro to speak about the admissions process and, like, what he gave you guys. What would you say was the most challenging part of covering this?
2: I think it was writing it in a way that, thinking about who we're accountable to, because I think we both expected there to be a university response or some sort of pushback, and trying to write the story as maybe objectively and truthfully as we could in a way that like, we weren't trying to protect ourselves from university response, but we also wanted to make sure that we got every single detail right um, for our readers, for ourselves, and
0: for sort of everybody involved. What have been reactions you got after like the article coming out from professors, like students, administration?
2: You know, both of us write very often, and a lot of times you write your article, you move on. Um, but people were like, "Wow, this is a huge story. Uh, how'd you find this out? Things like that people People I like barely even knew actually, like friends of friends, so I think it got a much bigger reception than probably anything I've written for the Daily
1: I don't think it was really a surprise for a lot of people. The details about how it works were kind of surprising because we you know we re- typically don't know like the details of of the process and the fact that the president of the university personally reads that many applications was also surprising and he even pointed out that it was kind of unusual for presidents to take up that that work um, but yeah it's, it's definitely not only something that surprised a lot of Northwestern the a lot of people in the Northwestern community but a lot of people inside like the higher education community too have been kind of picking up on it too because um, again it is it is pretty rare for um, for colleges to be, or in elite schools to be that forthcoming about details.
0: Taking off your journalist hat, like just as a student, how did this news affect you?
1: Yeah, just the idea that there's a separate admissions process for some people. And I know there's been a lot of discussion um, with the recent you know, revelations about the college admissions scandal about how the process of admissions, getting into a university really isn't based on meritocracy. Like if there is influence of whether your parents have donated, whether you're an alum, or whether, whether your parents are alums, you, you want to think that you're all, that every every single application is, you know, looked at the same way, but I I think it kind of showed that it isn't.
2: I kind of came at it from a different perspective I'm like the high school I went to and sort of the community I'm from is um like a pretty affluent community where people I've heard of things like people getting a call from the president like before the day before they get in saying like oh you've good news coming or you know I know people who whose parents donate buildings these stories go around but I'm always like are they just kind of inflating their own sense of importance or not so I think as a student this showed me no that like this is these are not just like stories or rumors like these kind of things are very real, as I think the story showed.
0: I guess where do you think like the story goes from here as well?
1: Uh, I think two important um, things to remember is that in that interview, he also told us that he tries to work with the Dean of Admissions, Christopher Watson, as much as he can. And he brought up an example that if they both dis- disagreed on an applicant, that they try to work it out. And what that process really looks like, we don't know. And then another thing is that today, Inside Higher Ed came out with an article about you know about the process that we reported on, um, and a university spokesperson told them that the admissions rate is um, comparable to the general admissions rate. We should also remember that it's we're not entirely sure that that group, this, that select group, is representative of the entire applicant pool.
2: It's hard because admissions is so tight-lipped. Like the dean of admissions, Chris Watson, uh, Alan emailed him to request an interview and he denied that. I think it's hard to know where to go from here knowing that the people we would need to talk to probably, uh, are not gonna be willing to talk to us about it.
0: Overall, what do you hope like students, alumni, professors, anyone like got from reading that article?
1: I got a few emails from parents um, over the weekend and after the article was was published, one of them was disappointed that their daughter didn't get into Northwestern and asked me, "We were denied admissions. How? What can we do to try to get into Northwestern?" Um, and I had to tell them that I, I'm not part of the admissions <laughs> office. Um, but I think it's, it gives some perspective to, hi- especially high school students who are looking to apply to elite schools, and sometimes your application isn't denied just because you weren't the best student. It's not necessarily always just the best students getting into elite schools. Um, There are other factors as well.
0: In conjunction with the previous segment of this podcast, audio reporter Hina Savastava asked students whether or not privilege had impacted their mission to Northwestern. Here's their responses. I'm Unsan Lee, freshman in Northwestern, majoring in
3: biomedical engineering. Um, my name is Link Narducci.
4: Uh, my name is Joshua Miles. I'm a first year PhD student here at Northwestern. I study media technology and society. I went to Marquette University for undergrad in Wisconsin, which is a private. Jesuit Catholic University.
3: Um, and so my question I'm kind of asking everyone is, how do you think that privilege or lack thereof has affected your college admissions process?
0: I am a Quest Scholar, so I think I would like consider myself not, I guess not as privileged or I just had to like kind of look for my own resources to get the financial support or like just um,
3: resources in general to kind of like reach out to school like Northwestern. I feel like that's something that I personally went through. I know they had a big thing about like wanting to have twenty percent of like low income students. You know, I have like the Pell scholarship, so I don't know if they just wanted more low income students. They had like twenty percent by twenty twenty or something like that. And I don't know if they've reached it. I don't know, that might have something to do with it.
4: As a student of color, I felt like I needed to like do 120% to make sure that A, I gained admission into, into the college that I wanted to go to, but also that I got certain like scholarships or opportunities that may have not been afforded to me based off of other things, so I think it really depends on, I mean, obviously depends on your identity. The perception of, of the college admissions experience for me was really like, you have to like do as best as you can in literally everything to make sure that you get a fair shot, but that obviously based off of like the current or the mission scandal that's in the news right now, like you, we know that that's not true for everyone, so.
3: And do you feel like Northwestern supporting you? Yeah, I think that programs like SES, like Student Enrichment Services, and like the Quest Scholars like, community, I feel like Northwestern has been definitely like providing to a point that I can have like a comfortable student life. During the process itself, did you feel like there were certain things that you were you felt more like holding you back from being able to be like a star applicant or did you feel like pretty sure that you would be able to get into Northwestern? Oh I didn't feel sure at all it I was pretty sure I wasn't gonna get in and it ironically ended up being the only school I applied to because I was just I did it so early so like I figured I wasn't gonna get in and I'd be able to worry about other applications later because like application fees are kind of big so I was like oh I'll apply for one and then I'll get the no and then I'll apply to others and then spend that money um and then I got in and I was like sweet don't have to pay for more applications and then I was like hold on that's 60k tuition though (laughs) yeah I've got financial aid so like it's not super bad
4: I would hope that anyone in administration would you know try to be as fair as possible in the admissions process um no matter if they're friends with the, the president or whoever so Hopefully that's not what's going on, but if it is, then that's something that we should probably be talking about a little bit more, or a lot more.
0: This is Cassidy Jackson. Thanks for listening to The Weekly, and I'll see you next time.